Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Welcome to another episode of WA Expose, a podcast about local arts by local artists. As always, I'm your host, Aria Scarlett, with the immense privilege of recording this podcast on Wajak Noongar Budja. From the humble beginnings of taking photos in bars, today's guest has become one of Perth's most well-known alternative lifestyle photographers and directors around. Not destined to let that be her lot, she is also a world-class performer combining the shabari, acrobatics and burlesques into a touring show seen nowhere else on earth. Think it ends there? Not yet. She wasn't ever going to sit down and watch Perth from her ivory tower. She mentors burlesque and belly dancing students to some of the most talented and upcoming Australian performers and is an industry darling. <laughs> that's really that's really good. And she's an industry darling. I love it. Oh my gosh, the face that you're pulling. You're like, you can tell that I did not write this about myself. <laughs> Someone really who funny. thinks way too highly oh of me goodness. wrote this. Oh my god, this is what the this is what my bio would be if my mum wrote it. This is fantastic. Oh, oh she's such a good girl. <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna do it. Um, up and coming Australian performers and is an industry darling that if her most recent sellout exhibition is anything to go by, is loved and adored by everyone who knows her name. With Wildcat Apparel being the most recent feather in her pimp hat, make sure you get to know her quick. Of course, I'm talking to Wildcat, who I think wants to explode. <laughs> oh my God, I do. Thank you, Jake, for writing that and liking me more than I like myself. Oh my gosh, don't we all need somebody who <laughs> likes us like that in our corner? We so do. It's just like, oh my goodness, thank you so much for thinking more of me than I've ever thought about myself in my entire life. I, I definitely re uh, read it before I sent it. Oh. I didn't just anxiously be like, oh, like, have it. <laughs> I didn't just send it to you. What are you talking about? <laughs> I heard everything that I've ever said forever. <laughs> um, that is a lesson in a lesson in biographies. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. So good. Okay, so for you, why a career in the arts? Um, oh gosh, um, it was always just. God, that sounds so lame. Something I, kinda, I always did. I, <laughs> no, but that's like so true for so many people. It's yeah. just like if it's a part of their world growing up, it's like I can't imagine a life without it. But then it's like why do it full time? Because doesn't the world tell you that you shouldn't do it full time? Oh, yeah. I struggle with that every day. I'm like, who am I? To, <laughs> who am I to go, oh, nine to five? No, I'm good, thanks. Um, I actually don't want to do that. Doesn't I don't like it. I don't um, appreciate any of that. Thank yes. you. And I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel very privileged and I have a lot of guilt around that privilege. <laughs> But I keep doing it. Like, <laughs> like I'm addicted to it or something. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, I think that's actually a huge part of it though, isn't it? Like you just sort of go, well, I started doing it. Now if I stop, I'll die. Yeah, I'm yeah. obsessed. I can't sleep at night. <laughs> okay, so like where you said you had you grew up a lot around the arts and with artistic people in your life. Who were they? Um. Oh God. I, to be honest, I don't think, I, I don't know. I don't 
I didn't really, but I was just lucky enough to have a mum that was incredibly supportive of it mm. and saw what I was doing and how obsessed I was and just kept helping mm-hmm. to push that, not push it, but facilitate it. And, um, yeah, I, I was super lucky that she just, yeah, kicked off, you know, anyone who tried to stop me and just like, you know, championed me. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, what a woman. Yeah, I saw I, I owe her everything. Like, Aww. and she was a businesswoman herself as well. And I got to grow up seeing that oh, I didn't realize that, you know, women couldn't be, you know, yeah. business business owners. And that perspective had never been presented. Yeah, so I was just like, out. oh, you can just do that. You can, it doesn't yeah, matter no, if you're was, a woman or, yeah. a, you know, a small business or whatever. You just, you do what you want to do. Mm. Yeah. So has that like informed your sort of like go get it attitude, which is like seems like such a weird, oh, she's got such a go get it attitude to work. Like, not, <laughs> like in everything that you've pursued, you've pursued it to 100%. Do you think that's driven a lot of that? Yeah. Um, even though I'm, I'm, I don't have like, an enormous like amount of confidence in myself I'll just do it anyway <laughs> I don't <laughs> know what that is <laughs> yeah um it's 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 not just like even if I'm not super talented at it I'll just keep doing it until I get what I want <laughs> or like oh my god um I wanted uh, you know I've always wanted to work with animals and things like that um and I was like I'm gonna work at Cavisham Wildlife Park and they were like yeah cool awesome no but (laughs) everybody wants to work there I was like well the thing is I found your fax number your email your phone number I've got your address so I'm just gonna keep like sending my resume to all of those Mm -hmm. until you get so annoyed with me you like come work so stop <laughs> if you're working here every day, you don't have time to fax us. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's great. So that, I think I do that with everything I want to do. I just do it until <laughs> I'm annoying. <laughs> Where am I going with this? No, who know. cares? With um, these two, so they're two very like different things to be somebody who's in front of the camera on stage doing these incredible performance acts that you do and somebody who is behind literally the camera lens and doing a lot of backstage work. Which one came first? Um, oh, uh, I think uh, as a kid, I did like a lot of acting and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, oh, it, it's almost like it didn't, one didn't happen first. Mm, okay. Um, like I, I literally this week found the, um, camera my grandma gave me when I was five. It was so vintage, so old, and I haven't stopped taking photos since. And I just wanted to be on both ends all the time it's really I'm like I don't want to choose (laughs) (laughs) why can't I have both (laughs) why not though so you were taking photos through like these older cameras and then were you taking what were you taking them of at that point oh gosh um I think it was always people who had I I actually made a book for a friend when I was 15 I was absolutely I thought she was the most beautiful subject I had ever seen I couldn't get over it I was like she's so stunning and she was the most unconfident person I'd also ever met at the same time I was like she can't see it and that blows my mind Mm. so I actually started taking with her permission of course (laughs) um I got some black and white film started taking photos of her and she just thought you know just as mates yeah coming around being weird um and I actually put a book together of her of these photos of her that I just found beautiful and mm. I, I just created that for her and her, and her mum and all that and I said, look, I, I I want you to see what I see. Yeah. 
because I see you so beautifully. And I'm like, I'm hoping that these photos will also open your eyes to seeing that same thing. So I think that's become my whole ethos with everything I do is I just want people to see themselves as beautiful as I see them. That's so wholesome. (laughs) I hate how wholesome that was. It's too nice. It's far too kind at all. So then why would you, like, why go into bars? Are you you trying to capture people just sort of in, like, their everyday sort of stasis rather than, like, you know, go, oh, I'm going to be a photo shoot photographer for magazines where everyone looks at their 120%, like, straight away? So to be honest, um, my, my, um, my muse has always been the female body and things like that. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> as a kid, I always um, sketched, you know, ladies. And, mm. um, and then when I got into working in bars, it was because I wanted to be able to travel as well and work in bars and things mm-hmm. like that. But I found myself being pulled towards working in a strip club. <laughs> yeah, that's um, where all the ladies are. Yeah, yeah. right. Because um, that's just... You know, Makes like sense. people like, oh, a strip club and everything. And I'm like, no, this, this is actually be- like better and safer than, you know, mm. a normal club. Yeah. <laughs> there and are rules here. <laughs> there are rules everywhere, but apparently they're followed here. <laughs> and suddenly I found myself surrounded by beautiful people. Mm. And I was like, oh, God, it's like that, episode, that um, movie uh, Cruel Intentions. My God, <laughs> you have beautiful legs. I'd like to photograph them Oh, sometime. my God. <laughs> Oh, that sounds so sleazy. So um, that's, so that's, what you, so that's what you were doing. That's like where you painted yourself. You're like, so I would go up to these gorgeous women and say, show me your legs. I want to take photos of them. It was, it was like it, it turned around more that they came to me and they were like, would you mind painting me like one of your French girls? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to release this in a thousand years when Titanic jokes are oh, allowed no. to be okay. <laughs> Oh God! No, you're fine. Uh, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, so you would take photos of these incredible sex workers, just in like at work or at home, or like where would you do these? Um, I started out just being a bartender, um, and then got it back into the photography and that, and I kind of like outside, or I ended up setting up like a little studio in my house. Nice. And they would just come over and we'd just have some fun and make beautiful photos and they'd feel good and I'd be like, thanks for hanging out with me. (laughs) (laughs) As payment for your temporary friendship, here is your photographs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it's um, not more thrilling than that really. And then it just kind of grew and it kind of sounds like I just fell into it. But I feel like um, my time, you know, being an artist and things like that and appreciating the, f- the human form mm. of that. Um, and then also I got in front of the camera for quite some time and got to f- understand what it feels like and wh- not just what it looks like for me. Yes, the camera yeah. It's like when you're in front of the camera, you can't see what looks good. You're like, um, is this is this good? Is it <laughs> and I guess it kind of right, um, yeah. helped me to develop a way of working with my models to you know create a good feeling and Mm. a a good look as well and that they were communicated with so that they could create something that they were happy with as well yeah yeah so it's just more like what language worked for you in terms of when you were in front of the camera what like what you needed to hear to make the right shapes. I'm just making triangles and boxes. Yeah, yeah, no, looks good. Like, like <laughs> this, is this good? Am I doing it right? Is this hot? Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> sure. I was doing, like, 
events. I was putting on events and things like that. I was getting into the kink scene, putting on kink shows as well. Um, and then at the same time, I was also getting in, you know, to find, getting inspiration from performances. And as a kid, I'd done belly dancing and things like that. Um, and suddenly, <laughs> this is like I'm like I've got to write down what all the things I am doing. I am doing too much, <laughs> but I feel like everybody's doing too much. Yes, I mean it yes. is the tra- um, it is the trend of our art scene is to be doing <laughs> the most at all times. <laughs> My life is confusing. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the question? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think like your performance sort of career was at? Like sort of was one outgunning the other? Were you sort of like neck and neck at all times? We, I think. That's why I love doing so much is like, okay, I'm, I'm say I'm losing a bit of passion over here because mm. it's becoming monotonous or it's a job or um, suddenly I'm inspired by something else over here or that. It's like, oh, I can slow down on this side of mm. things and like maybe put some more time and effort into this side of the things that I'm doing. So it kind of ebbs and flows where your attention goes. Oh, it rhymes. Oh, nice. Hey. <laughs> so much to Poetry. Yeah. Living here, look, I am now a poet. I'm going to write a book. Everybody leave. I'm going to have the forward written by Jake who wrote my bio. Oh my <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. the entire thing. You said you were putting on kink shows. What did they sort of look like? And sort of what era are we in Perth? Are we oh, super gosh. accepting of kink at that stage? Like where are we as a community? Right now, kink is like become mainstream this was totally but when, when yeah, you started putting when on I the started shows, yeah. not so much mm. so um when I first fell into the scene and, and which was also through bars through an event things like that it was quite underground and mm. people knew very little um and it was all very much put on by the old guard um but I was like I don't know what this is but I love it <laughs> um Fast forward a fair few years, um, you know, just before Fifty Shades came out, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it 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 was still underground, but it wasn't you know just something everybody knew, and the words weren't yeah common knowledge. Strange things like that. that, yeah. Strange thing that Fifty Shades did was like push it back five years, but also make the words commonplace, which yeah, is strange. Yeah. Um, and we met my my friends who are also in the scene decided because there was a bit of a a niche at the moment uh, there wasn't any kink events on at the time um which there was plenty in Perth underground but there was a, a lull there for a little bit and we were like let's just do it let's just do it this is like my whole life oh let's just, uh, uh, yeah, uh, sure. let's yeah. do it. just jump in the deep end you know it's fine it's fine <laughs> you can only drown once right like that's exactly exactly um um, so we put it on and we were actually astounded how successful it was and, um, went really well for a while there. Then COVID hit and we were just like, well, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Um, and, uh, I was, uh, teaching, I think at that time, I don't know what, I, uh, I need a timeline. <laughs> no, no uh, time is a flat circle. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. I don't know, everything just kind of meshed together and mm. all the things were happening. Is that the sort of time where you – I don't even know if it was an active decision, but is there, like, a clear choice to be like, okay, there's something wonderful about, like, the kink scene that you're actively engaged in that is really awesome. Do you actively make a choice to then put that into your artistic persona? Because it seems like quite a big 
step to then be like, well, I'm now going to show that publicly like on stage and I want those two people, those two like personas almost to be connected. It, so with kink, you got to study. Mm-hmm. You can't Books. just go straight into it and go, I'm going to put on a show or know everything about it, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's an education. Yeah. Um, a lot of it can be, you know, dangerous. Mm. Um, there's a lot of psychological nonsense in it. Mm. Um, so, you know, put the time in, put the effort in. Um, so that, that kind of time I was trying to gain as much knowledge and as much as I could um, and then like – time <laughs> <laughs> you like graduate and yeah I, like, I graduated you, you've read uh, enough no. material uh, <laughs> no but you're always I'm like always learning yes. about kink that's what because because it's a human element yes like and that's always changing and growing and um there's always more to learn that's mm. what's so interesting and what's kept me in it for so long I think is because it's never the same and it's never just you know everything now oh god no if anyone says that then they're they're not it. Yeah. They're not it. <laughs> They're not it. <laughs> yeah. Not it. They were coming into it with like a TikTok sort of like socialized yeah. version of what they thought it was going to yeah. be for sure. Um, okay. So you putting on these shows, what was the difference between like the first time you put on one of these shows to like say if you were to put on one next week? Like what do you think your approach would be like different or would it be the same? Um, I like what we were doing. I do. Um, I think – during the process, we've learnt a lot um, about the needs of our community as well. And I think accessibility mm-hmm. is really big now. That It's always been big, but um, it's something we didn't consider as much in the past and I think is very important because so many different people are in kink mm. and deserve to be in kink. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you have it. It, so therefore yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that exists in all bodies and all types and all yeah, everything. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, one thing I would totally change is probably get a better MC because I was the <laughs> MC. Oh my oh, God. Funny. I had this idea that I was going to be so sexy. I was going to be the MC that kind of society needed. Oh, wow. But I have this awful affliction of um, when I'm nervous, I get really bogan. <laughs> like I'm sure someone gonna, finds that hot. You know, everybody hi and welcome to Cardinal Society. No, no, no. I get up on stage, I'm like, oh God. Um, yeah, good eye counts. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. That's somebody's kink though. I'm oh. sure you I'm sure somebody was into it in the crowd. Oh yeah, it was like Daniel Sloss talking about <laughs> um having sex with, with an Australian. Mm-hmm. And it's just the unsexiest thing. It was just like, yeah, I'm coming. Oh, I'm coming. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, if there was ever a time I was going to take off my headset, it was during that. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, can you give us one more of that? And we're going to cut to break. Give us, give us your, give us your broken voice again. And we'll go to break. Should I say the c word? <laughs> no, you should. Yeah, good idea. This is Wildcash, and uh, uh, welcome to WA Expose. That did, was not broken. What that was? Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> oh. And break. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. And we're back. I'm still joined with Wildcat. That's great. Who's going to laugh at me? You're doing so good. <laughs> You're doing great, sweetie. Oh, Keep it up. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> um, everybody's talking, parent. I'm like, you can talk into, talking the, talk into the stick. Uh, you'll be really good at it. Um, before we went to break, I forgot what we were talking about, so I'm going to start something completely entirely new. Okay, cool. Um, I'm sure that it was great, whatever it was. <laughs> I've forgotten the last half an hour. That's like, good. Who am I? Where am I? <laughs> when I send this to you, you'll be like, mm, mm-hmm. doesn't sound like me. I don't think I was there. <laughs> No, no, not on brand, actually. <laughs> not me. It wasn't me. Um, no, what I really want to talk about is, like, I want to jump forward into this incredible exhibition that you just put on that, like, it was like a culmination of all of your work so far and I, there better be another one in a few years' time when you've added to the portfolio again. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> I don't think anyone heard that. It's fine. Well, kept farted for anyone who wants to Oh, I have been known. Sorry, celiac. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just a phone. Um... Okay, so I want to know, like, from where you started and what we talked about in the first half about, like, taking photos of people and, like, combining all of these beautiful, like, books and things and being like, see yourself the way I see you, you are beautiful, <laughs> to this exhibition that just happened. Oh, my God. How? Okay. It w- how and who and what and where and, and why? 100% had nothing to do with me, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I cannot take any kind of uh, compliment or uh, ownership of it at all. Except you took all of the photos oh, in yeah. it and created all of the art that was in it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So there's that bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that, to be honest, it was actually put on in complete surprise to me I had absolutely no That's idea so that it was cool. happening um and I'm never surprised so um like yeah <laughs> uh my beautiful partner Johnny actually spent over six months organizing a huge exhibition of my work it was the most mind-blowing thing I've ever so experienced cool. yeah um, Hi, all spouses, take note. Uh, this is what our narcissist brains need. <laughs> <laughs> all artists, narcissists need this done for them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he printed all my work. He put up um, mannequins with my costumes on. He obviously got a lot of help from some very wonderful family and friends mm. as well. But he put in so much work. He, he got a venue. He... <laughs> even had door doorman and 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 lists VIP lists and oh um down to like the candles on the table had little like shibari jute around oh them gosh, just the tiny the details you know that's amazing and it was incredible very very caring person what was it like to see all of your artwork displayed like that I was like don't take this the wrong way but I was kind of like oh it's not bad eh. <laughs> 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 I 
thought you were going to be like, don't take this the wrong way, but I was overwhelmed. I didn't know how to feel. But the answer is like, oh, I thought it was good, actually. Oh, th- there was 100% overwhelmed. Like, I left my own birthday party because too many people knew me. <laughs> I was like, I had to go. I left my birthday party and my mum was there. And she was like, I've known you forever. And I was like, that's too hard. So <laughs> yeah. I walked away. <laughs> yeah, there was just so many people. I was like, ugh. Um, <laughs> So yeah, it's a bit, it's all a bit of a blur because I'm not like I was like, ah. um, but yeah, I was incredibly surprised, incredibly surprised. I'm very very humbled and and felt very loved, and mm. it was and so many people showed up to show their support and stuff. It was very very lovely. I'm not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously yeah. you have the benefit of hindsight now. Is it a good way to have seen like all of the different types of art you've made yeah. over the years? Yeah. yeah. Well, um, um, is there something that was your favourite in the exhibition or something that you're like, I need to explore that more? Like, what drew you? Oh, my God. The f- okay, so <laughs> I was like, re- like everybody wrote a review of me who had their photos done and all I kept reading was the first line was, cat's really awkward. Mm-hmm. I was like, awesome. Yeah, sweet, awesome. <laughs> but she th- then nice stuff afterwards. I'm like, oh, I'm just a really awkward person. But I figured out I totally have a talent. Like, I'll just introduce myself to people now and they'll just start taking their clothes off. <laughs> like, what a skill. G'day, I'm, 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 oh, g'day, again. Um, uh, g'day, I'm Wildcat. And they're like, oh, nice. It starts ripping clothes off. <laughs> I don't even have my camera with me now. Like, um, is this just a gift for me? It's a gift. This is a gift. I've had it since from a young age. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, actually one of the stories that um, my mum uh, tells a lot. She's way too supportive, though, <laughs> very concerned at all times. Yeah. Because um, I was. I went to a high school that had a really great media studies because I wanted mm. to, be, you know. Uh, what? No. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> so I was filming a, <laughs> a film. I was very artsy, you know. It's like everything must be in black and white yep. and slightly German. Mm. Um, well, I feel like that's all the films they show you in media studies. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is like you want to watch Nosferatu and yeah. then you will go out and make I, a movie. Like, <laughs> my, my, it's so subtle. My teacher doesn't even know it's super homoerotic. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no clue. I'm yeah. like 15 and my mum walks in and my room's like really dark and I'm in, a cor- in the corner with a tiny cam quarter and there's like two 15 year old boy mates in you know in my bed like acting like totally gonna make out and everything and she's just like um what and I'm in the corner I'm like shh it's art (laughs) 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 oh my poor mum puts up with so much that was really funny you cannot do not stop the art (laughs) do not shh (laughs) <laughs> let them let them go with it. <laughs> As the director, I have said this is fine, and this <laughs> is um, is kind of the premise of my whole career. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now make out. <laughs> okay, all right, you're doing really good now, kids. Yeah. Like, but it's just me. It's like make do it, <laughs> do it <laughs> with what yourself, yourself. <laughs> love yourself, do it now. <laughs> you are beautiful. <laughs> so I mean, even. Though it started at a young age, it seems like radical self-love is like an overarching theme for all of your work, no matter where it's taken place. Yeah, definitely. Oh, <laughs> oh that's nice. How do you think that translates into your performance persona? Oh, oh, I don't know. I well, um, I mean, like, for example, I'm, I'm going to say stuff until something clicks and then you can jump okay. in without talking. Thank well, you, for example, the stuff, I've seen work that is solo of yours mm-hmm. and then I've seen the stuff that you've done with Johnny in, like, duo acts and both of them still seem to carry the theme of, like, 
it's still about like personal love and like personal like creativity, yeah. which is really, really cool. I guess because I'm such an awkward and generally unsexy person in life, like, and I feel like an eight-year-old boy, I get to... You're a little aerial hair, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I think that when I get on stage, I get to be sexy and mm. sensual. Um, yeah. Maybe that that's the expression of that part of me that I generally don't feel I have permission unless mm. it, in in life yes. to express. But when I'm on stage as a character, I'm allowed to let that out. Yeah. Yeah. When we play make believe and be whoever we want. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, all right. So like let's pivot a little bit. So like another thing that you just thought, I guess, yeah, why not? I'll I'll do that as well, <laughs> is your range of apparel. I'm just assuming oh that God. that's how you fell into it. Yeah, of course. I was um, like, that's <laughs> dumb. Let's do it. Exactly. I'm not, not trying to put you down. I'm just like, well, <laughs> no, considering yeah. everything else you've done, I'm sure this was kind of like, hell yeah, let's <laughs> do it. <laughs> why not? Oh, deep in, just Ex- going to learn how to print. <laughs> <laughs> You explain like what the process was for you just being like, I, that should go on a shirt or like were you already sketching out these sort of images? And can you explain a bit about what Wildcat Apparel is? Maybe plug it, all that good stuff. Like, so I've always been like super dumb. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> no, as in like <laughs> dumb jokes. Like everything's a Simpsons quote to me. Yeah. Um, always drawn stupid shit. Um, oh God, I think the amount of times I, I got in trouble at school for like drawing really inappropriate things and passing them <laughs> along because I'm like, oh, I'm so funny. Oh. Um, and then one of my very good friends actually started um, a T-shirt and merch printing business from home. Crazy. That's um, You know, just, th- you know, random $30,000 printer. And, all <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and, I, and there's me just like, oi, this is a dumb idea. Can I put it on you a shirt? It, yeah. And he's taught me how to like use all the machinery and all this kind of stuff and everything. And I find it really therapeutic and like a really awesome out source for artisticness mm. again. And it's just making my brain think differently. I mean, most of the time I'm just putting like swear words on shirts, but <laughs> <laughs> it's odd. But I like it. I like, I kind of, I love reclaiming words that mm. normally like growing up or, and things like that were used against us like yeah. things like slut. yeah all that kind of stuff and going that's my word now and yeah. I actually love it and I'm even gonna wear a shirt with We're it I'm gonna on. do it in pink bubble writing and how dare you yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm gonna love it yeah so I get yeah I guess that's another little self-love situation exactly. again yeah, it is again once again we're just taking the self-love box over and okay, yeah. awesome. analyzing me and i'm just over here going i'm just doing dumb stuff <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing dumb stuff and i'm like radical self-love yep. like, shut do you want to write a bio for Wait. me <laughs> <laughs> i do <laughs> no i'd have to call candom champagne for all my bio needs. oh yeah <laughs> that's that's the rules yep. that's yep. it <laughs> um what about the one you're wearing right now that no oh. one can see and i'm really glad that i pointed out it says big pussy energy can you describe this one to us this one's definitely part of the the kink situation she's what no (laughs) (laughs) she's wearing a gag and a latex hood and yeah just the opposite of that big dick energy Mm. is that big pussy energy yeah 
had to give one um, to Gina Sterling because she does a big pussy energy dance class. I was like, yeah. boo, you. Branding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where can people find the merch? On wildcatapparel.com. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay, now journalism time. Okay. okay. Oh, God. <laughs> Real journalism. Um, what do you love about our local scene in the arts, whether it's the performance art or the visual arts space, like wherever, oh, whatever God. angle you want to take on this one? What are we oh. loving? Oh my god! Oh, that, that's like really hard. It's just so good because you can do so many different mm. things, and like everyone supports you in a way that they can. Like going to your show, buying your merch, like sh- the small things, like sharing shit, yeah, sharing stuff, like freaking Harley Sparkles. What a babe! She just mm. like shares photos. She loves of you all the time, and it's just the the tiny things. Yeah, mean so much just because it's somebody thought of you and mm. and. and just supported you whatever you do like it's so nice um everyone's just so lovely and supportive and like oh you're doing this art show okay I'm gonna come to that or you need volunteers for this thing you know like there's this reciprocal kind of help yeah and there's a help in this scene that doesn't ask for anything in return that I find really interesting it's never like a oh my gosh yes I will support you but I need you to do this yeah. first. and it's like it's never like a transactional behavior which is always really cool the amount of times I've gone hey um I'll give you a free photo shoot if you just like give me a little bit of your knowledge like mm. your brain hole and they're like hell no just have it and I'm like oh <laughs> but can also can I shoot you and stuff like yeah I'm take your photo. he got really great like no <laughs> I don't think you understand both of these things benefited me <laughs> it's about me <laughs> so it's never about giving you a free photo shoot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah oh god I, lo- I just love getting to shoot different kinds of people and like making a different look each time I don't know like explain oh like I'm like hey can I try this lighting with you and like we'll just come and create something weird and awesome and different like it's not just a photo it's like a piece I like making it into a piece of art and stuff mm. you know Let's see if we can make this mirror float against my face <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> now flap like a mermaid oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> flap <laughs> who's flaps not mine um yeah, I mean, Perth is really good for all of that stuff. It's fan- it's really, really good about that. And now you get to do my favourite bit, which is shit on Perth for the rest <coughs> of the show. No. <laughs> no, not at all. We love it here. But what do we think that Perth could be doing better? Gosh. Um, I don't know. Like, the scene is getting bigger and bigger exponentially mm. all the time. And... And that's creating some insecurity out there, I feel like. Interesting, yeah. Like, you know, is there, is there, am I still a part of it? Is is there still space for me and mm. things like that? And there always is. And But I, I can feel it and you hear it and um, they're just, yeah, that's one thing. It just feels like that, um, there isn't cool groups and non-cool groups mm. and things like that. It's just expanding, that's all. And don't be afraid because there is always room for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. I wonder if it's the same. Um, I know in queer arts, it's like there's an idea of sort of by 35, you've sort of faded out as an individual and a human and now you've got to explode into a million pieces because a lot of, well, a lot of queer culture didn't have elders who were yeah. beyond that. So it's, when it comes to arts, it's like, what do you mean you've been doing this for 10 years or 15 years? How is that even a possibility? Is it similar in kink culture as it expands? Um. Yeah. I like... 
the, the the one thing that concerns me about like the king culture expanding is the lack of education mm. I think and um because that can be dangerous that kind of thing yeah um but oh god I don't know where I'm going with this at all <laughs> well what do you how, what do you think is a good way to like start out if you're genuinely interested how do you like no backtrack first question how do you weed out people who are genuinely interested in the kink scene and, and want to learn and want to be educated and people who are there for like some sort of weird clout reason or or like an experience that they reckon they're there for and, and don't really give a shit about being educated? Like how do you weed out those two people because you want to have acceptance of everyone? It must be really hard. Yeah, you want to accept everybody. But um, if we're talking about the kink scene, um, People who aren't there for genuine reasons generally shit in their own nest pretty quickly. Really? Okay. Yeah. Really easy to spot. Yeah. Um, it doesn't take too long for them to be spotted. Mm. Um, what are the signs? Like, how do you how do you spot it? Is it just like ridiculous behavior, or like what's the people who aren't genuine good people? Things like that. Um, and who want to take advantage will. And that's really hard to cover up. Yeah. 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 And that's hard to cover up in any scene. Yeah. Yeah. So what? how, if you're genuinely interested and you want to learn but you don't know where to begin when it comes to the kink community, how would you recommend people start? Like what's a really safe and like uh, sort of like soft landing place for people who are ready to expand their minds, ready to get into it but just don't know how? One of the best parts, I guess, is that like burlesque drag the queer scene or and the kink scene is mm. everyone's becoming since we're all getting so big has become really enmeshed mm, yes the enmeshment yeah so we're all becoming this big conglomerate thing it's mm. great um so like you've got the meet meetups at say a, a queer friendly pub mm. brilliant awesome so that's a soft landing kind of place is, if you're yeah. you know um so definitely go to like informal meetups that kind of like at the pub and the munches mm. or whatever they're called and things like that and genuinely talk to people, things like that. Um, understand, yeah. like I think a big part of that is also to just understand that you're not going to be expelled for asking questions. You're not no. going to be like, they think there's like that strange thing of people get and I think we, you and I were making jokes about it before we even came in here about being like oh my gosh you'll say the word cunt and we'll get cancelled and then we'll get fired out of a cannon and our lives will be over um <laughs> but I think there is still like that energy of just being like if I genuinely don't know something and that's this is within drag burlesque the queer community the kink community any of them yeah. if I genuinely don't know and I don't come into this knowing everything from jump I'm going to be excommunicated and it's but like nobody would excommunicate you just for asking questions. <laughs> there's such great joy in being someone who can help mm-hmm. someone else mm-hmm. or educate or give their advice, knowledge, experiences. Totally. It's, it's a, it feels like a beautiful thing to be able to do that for someone. So don't take away that from someone by going, oh, I can't because I don't know everything. Yeah. That's amazing. One of my, you know, favourite parts of um, – being a kinkster is, uh, is 
education. Yeah. That's that brings me so much joy. I love that perspective that you give on it where it's like, okay, it's not also just not about the person asking the question, but those who can give answers often want to spread their knowledge. Yeah, in the giving there is receiving. Yeah. Not sexually at all there, cat. That was <laughs> 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 No, no. Um there is a great joy in teaching and um yeah, don't take that away from them in, in, in that way. So Yeah. Yeah, there is joy in both. <laughs> yeah, asking and also as an asker, asking from a genuine place will never will basically basically yeah. never get you in trouble. Exactly. <laughs> and don't 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 be afraid because I guess my learning jo- journey mm. was like some of it was fraught with horrible times and mm. but a lot of it was a gorgeous learning experience. Um it's it's a lovely a lovely thing to immerse yourself into and and learn so enjoy that learning yeah yeah don't be afraid I think how exciting that one day you might get to pass on that knowledge to someone else as well yeah but if you go in there thinking that you know everything from the get go then you'll yeah. never get to pass down any knowledge because you don't have any <laughs> yeah yeah exactly very so simple <laughs> take part in both journeys yeah. Radical yeah. self love. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, that's going to be your next T-shirt, and it's going to be really, hippie, really yeah. hippy dippy. Yeah, really hippy dippy, but then just like with a big clit or something up the top, <laughs> just to like make it dumb again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, so much more meaningful than my penis fly trap. Sorry. <laughs> I also love that. Just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of giving like Stranger Stranger Thing vibes. Just yeah. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> delightful. Oh, nature. <laughs> that was a terrible noise that I just made. The <laughs> sound so that's um i'm gonna make it again ready <laughs> yeah that's the way that it's bouncing on the screen in front of me it's like cut delightful this out get rid of it <laughs> um and on that delicious mouth sound note <laughs> just then where can people find you on the interwebs oh gosh um i'm pretty terrible at the interwebs i'm just do you, i don't know do you see my weird life adventures on the only wildcat on instagram it's pretty much um just where i put everything i genuinely like, thought you're gonna be like i'm bad at the internet can i just give it my phone number yeah oi call me but don't hey, call me i'll oh, have anxious anxi- oh, an anxious <laughs> an anxious time <laughs> i won't be able to hear you anyway what am i saying <laughs> the only wildcat on instagram is and of course uh wildcatapparel.com yeah not au or just dot com Oh, I think that costed extra. Oh, no. <laughs> I uh, actually that actually no would make so <laughs> much sense. Yeah. Squarespace is like, don't be exotic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that, no. <laughs> um, and as always, everyone, if you like this show, you can rate and review and subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast right now or send us a question to waexposepod at gmail.com and we'll ask our next incredible guest. Thank you so much, Wildcat, for joining me. <laughs> do uh, I say something back? <laughs> No. Uh, No, cut. (laughs) WA Expose is an independent production. Our artwork was created by Georgia Sassenfeld and our theme music is Corrosive by Aria Scarlett and M. Burrows. You can find out more about the podcast or live shows at ariascarlett.com forward slash WA Expose. Not destined to let that be her lot. She, although she is a... Okay, try again.